Okay. Yay. Okay. We are recording. All right. So I'm looking at your chart and a couple of things have kind of like just immediately bounced up to the top of what I need to notice. Um, two things. One is you have a lot of your planets below the horizon. So you can see this heavy line here and a lot of your planets below that heavy line. So whenever I see that, you can tell me if this, this resonates with you. It's like a person who likes to be behind the scenes. They're kind of like the producer or director, that kind of thing. They're kind of making things happen, but not necessarily being center stage. Yeah, I think that resonates for sure. Okay, cool. Probably a big thing. And then the other thing I saw down here, you have a lot of planets in your fire signs, which probably means that you're very passionate about whatever it is that you do. Mm -hmm. whether that's something around the house to what you do for a living to how you are in friendships that kind of thing you're you're just very passionate does that resonate yeah right cool so i want to start with purpose and maybe we'll get to soul's work and throughout you can ask me anything you want because whereas i have like a step way to do things it's more important that you get your questions answered Okay. All right. So clarity of purpose. When we look at clar clarity of purpose, we're looking at your sun, your moon, your rising and your mercury. So your sun, as you probably already know, is down here in Aries. And so is your mercury. Your moon is over here in Aquarius. And your rising is in Sagittarius. Oh, that's an interesting combination. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. All right, so having, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. There's, again, a lot of passion in there. Um, Aries, the one thing I love about Aries is they're very plain spoken. They're going to say what they mean, and they're very passionate about things. They, they have a lot of fire in them. They want to get going. And so that's one piece, or really a really heavy piece of this puzzle around purpose. But you also have that Aquarian energy in there. Um, Aquarius tends to want to uh, do things for the group, right? Um, to make sure. Hmm. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. To make sure the masses are together and taken care of. You know, more of the humanitarian piece. And then there's Sagittarius, again, another fire sign, but this one's more of adventure, but also more on philosophy. So your Sagittarius is, think of them as like um, a master teacher. So you have that master teacher energy. This is, this is why it's interesting to me. Okay, because there's a lot going on underneath, right? And so there's that kind of quality of the producer or director and not so much center stage, but yet there's all the stuff that pushes you toward being out there. So yeah, we're gonna have to, yeah, okay, we're gonna take a look so at this. Is, this is the big issue, I think I had written it on my thing, is that I'm, I'm feeling, I, so I was born in the year of the snake too, but I, I've been under a rock for a long time and it's really comfortable. And I'm feeling myself being pulled out and 
it's I'm I mean that's I think that's the bigger piece is that there's a there's I don't know if fear is it but there there's there's some resistance to coming out like I, I think maybe it's just more that something's in the process of letting go and I can feel the pressure like it, it, I would also say it's almost like that the pressure before a, a seed opens up you know yeah so that's that's what I've been feeling for a couple of weeks at least I mean it's been building for about a year or two um, but I feel like I'm at this something with you know us having to come in because of coronavirus it feels like there's the water is there and the enzymes and they're pushing the seed, you know, to open. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like the same thing. It's like this, you know, it's like I'm just being pulled out from under the rock and it's like, mm -hmm. ah, it feels really exposing. And, um, yeah. There's a lot that's meant to pour out of you. So I totally get that. <laughs> right. Oh God. It's I'll really intense. In way, so <laughs> Let me veer off course if you don't mind. Yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> okay, so one of the things I'm like, huh, this is so interesting that you have to be so out there. But then looking up in your eighth house, this is your eighth house. And I'm looking specifically because I was looking for your Leo, right? Because your Leo is a couple of things. Leo's like, of course, represented by the sun. Leo's about courage. Uh, charisma. Leo likes to be adored, but Leo loves to adore others and lift them up, right? Which is why it's such a beautiful thing to have Leo uh, opposite of Aquarius, because there is that energy of lifting others up, mm -hmm. helping the masses, and Leo loves that. They just like to be in the spotlight while they're doing it. <laughs> That's all. And so what's interesting is that your vertex is there, which is like your gateway. Um, um, usually I don't talk about it that much, but I always like to look at it. And so it's a good thing I pulled it up this time. When you have that vertex in Leo, and this is interesting that it's in the eighth house. Eighth house is all about rebirth or what I call um, this, kind of the subconscious. So I always think about it as Phoenix rising. You're going down, you're getting all the research done, you're diving, diving deep, 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 and things are getting burnt and shredded off of you, going to ashes, and then you're rising back up as, as a new being again, right? And so having a Leo there just adds kind of extra passion and fire to that, having the vertex there saying, hello, stop being so much in the Aquarian, I'm just going to add an idea to the mix energy. And I don't care if there's recognition for that idea, like start there. That's the gateway. That's how you get toward being out there is where, whatever, I don't know what you're doing right now, right? Um, so wherever it is that you're making contributions right now, they're likely, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong here, right? Your contributions, you make them and you're not necessarily noticed for them. Maybe they take off with your idea. Maybe they don't. Maybe they mix in your idea with other people's. But no one's saying, oh, this was Tara's idea. Right? Start going through that gate by getting recognition for what you already do in a group. So that you can get used to being out there. 
Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of tearing down part of that, mm, part of that personality. Okay, so this is, okay, this is interesting too. All right, so also in our eighth house, since this is where we're hanging out right now, <laughs> this isn't where I'm meant for us to hang out there, but um, we've also got in there your Uranus, which usually means you're doing, you're going to do it differently. That's the sweetest way to say it. You're going to do things differently. And we've also got um, your Mars in there too. And so there's, and both of those actually round out your eighth house, but your the rest of it's rounded out in Virgo. So there's organization to it. And you, let's see, how do I want to say this? It's almost you're coming out of it, having done all this research, having remade yourself, having to learn how to stand out. And it's, you're realizing that can be somewhat systematized. Like that process you went through. Does that make sense? It's not a perfect process, but it's a process. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's a challenge. I think it's one of my challenges is I tend to fly off, like just kind of go with the flow and have mm -hmm. things be organic. So to actually see the process isn't, I, I have a harder time seeing the bigger, even though I'm a big picture person, it's really weird. I have all these kind of opposite things running in me. And so I, it's, it's almost like it's, I want to bring it into a, sense of seeing a system so that it's duplicatable or, or, or usable <laughs> because I know there's something really rich and I haven't quite, I haven't quite nailed it or gotten it in a way that I would be able to art. That's kind of where I'm, I think that's sort of where I am right now is like wanting to, I mean, I've been on a deep journey for 10 years. And so it's like wanting to be able to like, wow, what did I just do? Like, what did I just go through? And what's the, what's the diamond in it? And I haven't alchemized it in a way that yet that, um, yeah, I, I'm starting to, to, I'm, I'm using this time to write a lot. Um, and I am also, like I chose, there are probably other ways that I could have actually like pushed myself to dive into working and keeping work, my work going. But I actually have been feeling such a big turn in what I'm doing. And a lot of what I've been doing has required me to be physically hands-on with people. And I have been wanting to move away from that a little bit so that I can be traveling more and that adventurous part of me can get nourished and fed. And so I want to be able to work from wherever I am and which I've done, you know, here and there in the past. But um, anyway, yeah, that was my intention 10 years ago. And then I got thrown into where I am and I, yeah. yeah. And so that's what's happening is I'm almost feeling like there's parts of me that are, I'm, I'm grabbing parts of me from 10 years ago and bringing them back up with me. The ones that I had to just kind of set aside, but are a core piece of who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like to just dive in and do whatever work I was just went through. So, yeah. So I think that I'm in the process of maybe understanding more of what 
that whole process was about. And I've journaled, so I have pulled out my journals. I haven't looked at them yet, but like really looking at this last 10 years and maybe by looking at my journals, I can make sense of some of it and bring it. I'm so glad you have those as a resource because there's, having that Sagittarius rising, yes, the adventures there, and like I said, they're also the master teacher thought to, to take their lessons and share it with others. Like that's their push. And it also happens to be where your 12th house is. So a couple of things about the 12th house in general, I think a 12th house. Okay. So if we think about astrology, we start with Aries, we end with Pisces. So that would mean Pisces is the ruler of the 12th house. Think of astrology, we start with Aries, end with Aquarius. Because Pisces is where we're reflecting. Pisces is where we're doing that life review. Pisces is ethereal. Right? That's where we're kind of detaching. And so having that kind of energy on you know overlaid onto Sagittarius it's if you're telling people about that space of detachment and that is also 12th house has to do with your own karmic lessons so if you're if you're thinking about it it's almost it's like working through your karma is telling people about what happens in that in between space Right now, like as a society, a, a world, we're having an in-between space, right? Where we're, that's, that's what the virus has given many people, not everyone, obviously, but many people that in-between space where they can have the moment to pause and self-reflect. Um, so it's, I'm glad you kept the journal because that makes your reflections tangible so that you won't um, generalize them. You know what I'm saying? So that you can, you can talk to specific things that happen and be able to be seen. Like there's some beautiful life lessons for everyone in there, I have a feeling. I obviously never read, have read the journal or the, the story, right? But there's some beautiful life lessons that could be generalized but you need to bring in that specificity so they see your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think I hesitate. So then I hesitate to bring it in as part of me is feeling like I need to bring it out as personal. And, I, and at the same time, I don't want to make it about me. Well, no, I totally get it. It's, but when we bring it down to examples, when we bring it down to those concrete examples, it isn't so much about you. It is about you, but it isn't about you, but it helps people see it as reality. Okay. That's, help, that's helpful to hear because I think yeah. that's part of my hesitation is like, oh, I don't, like, I feel like I'm drawing attention to me, but that's not what my intention is. I don't yeah. really want to, and I don't know any other way to bring it in because it is so personal. And it's part of who you are to, I don't think anyone's going to mess the fact that you have that, um, yeah, because this is where your Aquarian energy is anyway. We'll, we'll, 
let's well let's roll over there right now okay so you have that Aquarian energy down here in your second house and it's I okay so I'm gonna say something you can tell me if I'm off base or not so I'm wondering if what you're writing is about something that's a little bit more utopian in nature like a way things could be Seeing yeah, I would say that that's probably, I mean, even when I'm working with people, I'm always seeing them in their highest expression. Yes. And that's where I'm, that's who I'm relating to. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's how I also relate to the world and to, it's like seeing it in its healed state. Yes. Uh-huh. And so that, I guess I would say, yes, there's a utopian flavor to that. Yeah, that's, that's like the best. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I have two different things going. I do one, yeah, I, have, I've, I kind of have two projects, but. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, one is I work with the nervous system. So one is really working with educate. I work in a hospital and I have a private practice and I work with a lot of kids and, you know, and I, I realize that I just love working with children but I want to work with them through their parents because I also really love making money and I haven't, I've been struggling for quite a while. I'm struggling, whatever. It's not struggling. I'm just, whatever. I'm, I've, I've been concentrating on just staying with what I love and having that really sustain my life. Um, and, and to have a lifestyle that I want to be living, you know, not crazy, but just being able to travel or have some freedom. So, um, so yeah, so one is a book for parents with kids that are school age and younger. So uh -huh. part of it is some coaching and part of it is this nervous system work, but educating people and supporting, you know, so many kids have sensory uh, integration issues or whatever, but now we've kind of just come into this and, and, and there are so many kids that are going to need support and parents that are going to need support and coming back into whatever way this is it's like a re there's going to be a recalibrating of a lot of yeah. nervous systems and so one is that that's what i feel like i need to work on like right away and i want to and then the other one is sort of this deeper piece that i'm not it's starting to to bubble up more so as i get quiet and create space and let myself really sit there's a there's a deeper more of what we're talking about also moving through me and I started a page a couple weeks ago that has been alive for me and I just started putting little things on it's it's about wanting to create beauty but I allow I'm allowing it to be my own organic sort of like the way for me to bring some of what we're talking about forward oh okay I'm I'm still a little interested in that that way but I'm going to pick on on the heel reality yeah because that's what i'm seeing the second house it is promotion of that healed reality interesting because that's where your aquarius is there's some wounding there that we could talk about if you'd like but i don't feel like i need to huh i don't feel like i need to i mean i feel yeah, like we don't have to that's what i'd say we don't need yeah. to there there is i'm just pointing that out right now in that second house the second house is how you make money and you said something else you said you're doing the thing that you love and to have a certain lifestyle and that has been sustaining you correct yeah 
you're just ready to take it to the next level. It's been it's been a it's been a little on the edge though, and I'm just finally catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that you know, like I mean, I it's definitely I mean I don't want to be month to month. <laughs> I'd like to buy a house someday or be in a relationship and be able to be part of co-creating a housing situation or even a community one, um, but yeah, I don't, I'm not there. So that's, that's, part, I mean, you that's know, month to month is not, it's not what I want. So how is the, the piece that you're working on right now that I think you said you put up on a blog, is that more of the spiritual aspects? It's more of the spiritual energetic aspects. And it's, it's mm-hmm. also like allowing me just somewhere to just start being more intimate with the world and more um, intimate and vulnerable with myself within the world, like kind of, and who knows who's going to read it. It's not, it's more just, I feel like it's a way for me to come out from under the rock. No, that's, that's good. Okay. So there's a couple things I want to say about that. One is, let me think. And it's as an offering is what it is. It's not promoting a business thing. That's okay. Um, well, maybe. Um, at this point, you know, yeah. This is something you started a few weeks ago. I just want yeah. to clear my timeline. Okay. All right. So, the, so like I said, we're so much mostly Aquarius, somewhat Pisces. Pisces is where that kind of esoteric understanding of the in-between, right, is coming from. And your Saturn is right there. Your Saturn's gonna, gonna, um, I always think of Saturn as a thorn in my side, <laughs> right? It's going to get the attention. It's going to make it uncomfortable to you do the thing you need to do. So there's something about that Piscean energy that you have to let into your business model, which I think you're starting to do with this blog because it's not, it's not about making money yet right now. It's just about kind of pouring out the concepts, right? And so that's where that is. And then you still see Pisces continuing into the third house. Third house is all about communication. So this is something that needs to be communicated out there, right? Also in the third house, we continue into Aries. We have your sun there. Um, and we have your Venus there. So let me kind of talk about those because we're, we're going into Pisces. And your Chiron has popped up. So your Chiron, along with your rising and your North Node, so where's your North Node? Your North Node's over here in Gemini, have to do with your soul's work, right? So I think of this as more of like self-actualization. Doesn't mean that you don't incorporate that into your work work, right? It can all flow together. Um, But that's how I perceive it. So when I look at the Chiron and Pisces, um, the Chiron, Chiron is about your wounded healer, about the wounded healer. That's who Chiron is. So you think about someone who can heal other people, but not necessarily heal themselves of the same kind of wound. And so has there been a moment in the past where you kind of felt you might have been always feeling some of this disconnection from reality, so to speak, or see, being able to 
to what I would say, stand apart and look upon what was going on. That might've been a thing for you, but here with Kyron, I would say at some point there might've been a serious disconnection um, that like from this, what I would call 3D reality, um, where you're like, I'd much rather be over here in the 5D um, or kind of a spiritual kind of disconnection. Is one of those scenarios ring true for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, whatever that, that was, and you don't have to tell me what it was, but whatever that was is what you're very adept at helping other people through. That's why I really, I didn't real, I didn't look beforehand to realize that your Chiron was down here, but that really makes me think whatever that philosophy is that's coming through that you're going to share is about this. That's what you're going to be communicating out there. Because these people feel that wound and these people are on the journey. They're on the adventure. And I say these people. <laughs> it's why I keep saying that. Okay, the 12th house is, among other things, your ideal client, right? I call ideal, you know, your client archetype is what I call it. So it doesn't mean that these people are Sagittarius, but it means that they're seekers, they're adventurers, and they're, and they're becoming teachers in their own right, probably, maybe by the end of it. Right now, they're seeking their adventure. That's what I've seen for your folks. And so they're looking for a map, right? They're looking for a way to conceptualize this landscape that's unfamiliar and frankly intimidating. And they're looking to you for that map. And, and it's, I believe it's because you've already been through so much of it, right? That's what your Chiron's showing here. And so you're able to communicate that out well. How, how is this landing for you? I really think I got, that's, that's really helpful. Yeah, that's super helpful um, because I think that's even words that I've used, and and that's that's the process is the map, and and it's the navigating. Yeah, um, because I think and and it feels like it's interesting. I feel like I've been doing it for years, right? And it's like, and now I'm realizing, like, oh, I'm seeing where there's some people who maybe haven't been in that place. They've either had to work or raise their kids or whatever, but this is kind of, this is kind of shaking up and, you know, some of the debris that's been allowed to settle in. in. And, um, and so I can feel that it's, it's, um, and it's like, how do you, there's a lot of, there's a lot to look at when debris gets, you know, and how do you just take something and be able to just work with what's, what's there. and just navigate through that. But yeah, so I appreciate, and I really get it. I even actually say, you know, we're, we're the map. It's like, that is, that it's us. So I think that's a big piece of it. So thank you. That, that really right there is a gem. Yay. Yeah. Um, Part of, I also want to point out there, look, like I said, they see that in you, they see that you have but they also see you as someone who can take the information and, like I said, 
already master teacher mid, but having this Capricorn also in the first house, so you start out in Sagittarius, but you have a lot or all Capricorn in there with a smidge of Aquarius. But this piece right here in that first house position, along with the other two, it's like not only do they see you as a person to teach it and that you have the map, but it's kind of like you're running the highways. <laughs> it's like you understand the network and you, and they feel comfortable in, let me think about this. How, what kind of analogy do I want to put here? Okay, that's strange, but it's still highways. Okay. Do you remember, probably back when we were children, triple A? Oh, yeah. And you, when, when your parents wanted to go somewhere, if they were part of triple A, they'd call triple A, see where they wanted to go. Triple A would send them directions. <laughs> before, obviously, way before Google Maps and smartphones, right? And they would send them this little trip thing so they know where to turn and all this kind of stuff. And they in and, and it's like the way we think of Google Maps or Waze or any of those things right now as having all the data and being able to disseminate it in a way that's easy to understand, but at the very base of it, having all that that huge data chunk, that's how they see you. Like they know that you have the not only a map but the map that they need because you have, they see, perceive you as having all the data. And I'm not saying that you have all the data, right? But they perceive you as having all the data, right? That's how they see you. And that's why they think they can go to you for the map. Now, the fact that you might help them create their own map because they are the map, right? And helping them come to that reality is, is beside the point. Right, that's the final outcome, but they perceive you as a person with all the data and therefore you, you'll have solid directions, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to take you into that piece because if you're, if you're wanting to expand in your business, because this is where Capricorn is. Capricorn is the, the empire builder. Right, and that's in your first house. So they kind of see you as the AAA of back then or as the Google now. They see you as almost larger than life, even though, well, it makes sense if you're like a data hog. You're like, we think of, I don't know, me, maybe it's just me. I think that Google is like almost the backbone of everything. They have some <laughs> internet, right? And so it's kind of like, and they're kind of behind the scenes of many things right? That's the vibe. It's not insidious or Orwellian or any of that. It's just, this is the way that it is. This is when I need to, when I need X, this is where I go. And when they need this kind of information, they know that you're the place to go. You're the person. Does that make, yeah. We're making sense there. So it's just interesting because I then that just plays into my self-doubt like you know oh you know it's like I think there's a part of me sometimes it's like oh my god they're gonna find out I'm a fraud you know it, although that's not always true but you know what I'm saying I mean I'm, not, I don't, I, I'm actually not a fraud but 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 I, but I have that sense sometimes of like 
so much of how I operate is out of the 3D, even though I'm really practical and I can bring it down to 3D. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's I'm I'm operating on different a different level. And so there's this there's this sort of sense that I'm doing something that either people aren't going to get or I could be told I'm wrong or whatever that is. And so, yeah, so there, that plays into it. It's, and that's, that's the, I'm sort of like right on the edge. That's where that pressure piece is right now. It's, it's actually, I'm, I'm questioning those doubts <laughs> and that's I'm looking good. at them. I'm looking, I'm looking at them and being like, wow, where's that coming from? You know, and how do I, how do I work with that piece? It's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's like a, a little roadblock on the map, right? It's like, yes. oh, here's, here's that. And you know, it's like, wow, I've, I've, I've met this before. And, and now here I am again. And maybe, maybe there's something. Yeah. I think maybe I'm letting myself sit with it and take a little more time Yes, right now. Um, make sure you get you get it out by the root yeah yeah so i'm i keep hearing my dad's voice my parents are both gone but it, i keep hearing my dad's voice saying just be patient just be patient mm. you know um so yeah anyway no that's that's perfect um we're we're kind of past time because guess what i didn't hit the the clock oh shoot no, it's, it's okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm I was going to ask you, do you have any other questions? I was going to. No, not right now. Um, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay.